Welcome to Kings of the North. We are back. Back again for another week. Thank you so much for joining us again. I'm Rob with an H. I'm here with Professor Pigskin. Hold faith, the Vikings faithful. Uh, we shall prevail. <laughs> also here with the beefcake. <laughs> Path to the playoffs starts now, baby. A jubilant beefcake. And this week, joining us, a very special guest. And we're going to talk about who this special guest is at, at great length. But we've got downtown Petey Brown oh, with yeah. us. What is up, party yeah. people? So happy to have Petey with us. I'm happy to bring the party here. So happy. Uh, let's really quick talk about um, Petey. Let's talk about uh, who you are, what you do. You are a professional wrestler. I am. I am the prince of party downtown Petey Brown. Wow. Okay, so let, let's quick talk about professional wrestling, who you are as a professional wrestler. Talk about what you bring to the squared circle, um, your, your style of offense, your style of defense, um, how the fans relate to you, et cetera, et cetera. Absolutely. I like to think I'm a little different because I like to dance more than I like to wrestle. <laughs> so it changes things up a little bit, you know, makes, makes some people mad, but, you know, makes the kids and the families and a lot of the fans happy. So it's good, wholesome fun, right? It's just good, good old American fun. And, you know, American, we need, a little, we need yeah. a little more of that. I agree. I agree. So you would characterize yourself as a fan favorite? To some. I feel like I'm very polarizing. I'm, oh, wow. I'd, I'd say some of the maybe uh, smarter fans aren't a huge fan of me. Oh. Too, uh, wow. Uh, gimmicky, as they say. That. But, you know, I have a lot of fun, and I'm a fan of myself. And isn't, I try to wrestle the I'm way a fan I, of you as well. Isn't, isn't that what it's all about, fun? That's what it is, you know? You know, it's, it's guys without shirts on, you know, wrestling for a belt, and we don't have pants on. So it's, it's, it's nonsense, but it's a lot of fun. That screams American to me. Yeah. Uh, Professor Bigskin, you've seen PD wrestle on a number of occasions. Oh. What are your impressions? Yeah, first off, the Minnesota Pro Wrestling uh, Federation League situation, the scene in general is strong as hell. A lot of great wrestlers on it. And downtown PD Brown is just one of the many stars uh, that yeah, I've seen. Thank you. Uh, that being said, He's one of the brightest stars, I'd say, too, because when I go to see his matches, as I often do, I, I'm a student of the game as well. And You're a professor. <laughs> and I've, I've kept the stats, and he, he definitely professor leads... Professor of pugilism. Oh. <laughs> he leads the... That's a $10 word. <laughs> that was... Boy. He's a professor. I assume I gotta, he knows it. I got to go look that word up. I'm not sure yeah, what that uh, is. Obviously, the beefcake doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. We'll... We're working on his vocab still. This is good for him. Uh, he leads like the Twin Cities scene in like people wearing his shirt. There's a lot of downtown Petey Brown merch out there. Want to dance? And, yeah, want to dance shirt. shirts. A, Funny story. Uh, I was wearing that before I did a tryout match at WWE, and it popped Shane McMahon. He looked, oh, at, that's he looked great. at my shirt, and he's like, want to dance? He's like, want to dance? He's like, huh. Did one of those. Oh, that's great. And he walked by. That's like big he made league. an impression. Yeah. That's big league. Yeah, it is. That's gonna be like your breakout story when you when you hit the big leagues. This will be your moment. That's how you knew. Beefcake, Chain smirked. <laughs> Beefcake, you've also seen uh, downtown Petey Brown wrestle. Uh, just talk about what you think of his wrestling style and persona. Oh, I think he's uh, an extremely uh, charismatic and, uh, as he said, dynamic wrestler in the ring. Um, but I think the, what what really gets to me, and I think he he's really puts it over the top, is the the grit and the effort. You know, he he doesn't quit until he hears that bell ring. He's gonna give it everything he's got. Um, and I think that's something that's sorely missing in uh, wrestling nowadays. You know, you see all these pretty boys who are like, oh, you, you don't touch me. No, not not downtown Pete Brown. He is gonna give it everything he's got. 
He's going to fight hard. He's going to claw scratch whatever it takes to win. True Gruden grinder. I, that's that's oh. my motto. I try to. <laughs> oh, my I God. I try. No, you had one of those classic matches where you lost to an opponent, but afterwards his opponent, Darren Corbin, huge, uh, we're huge fans of him as well. Hi, Darren. Ginger. Uh, he kind of did the whole, like, you know what? You know, like, I kind of hate you, but I kind of respect you, God damn it. Like, you're, you know, you're one hell of a wrestler. And then you guys take him over. It was beautiful. Yeah, I, I love Darren. He is a great wrestling mind. He's a great worker in the ring. And uh, he's a friend, too. So he's a good dude. Well, really quick, let's talk about, let's get it back to football. Oh. Um, let's talk about uh, downtown Petey Brown. What is your football allegiance? Because I think that's important to uh, get out in the open extremely, right away. Extremely important. So, uh, definitely not a Bears fan. Oh. <laughs> okay. Let's, uh, few are. Good, good. Few are, few are, but uh, definitely not a Lions fan. Sure, sure. It makes tough, sense. It does. So, only leaves the two. You know, I'm from downtown Minneapolis, so, so some would sure. think I would be a Vikings fan since so I'm from downtown Minneapolis, uh, which in some ways I am a Vikings fan. I am a smart Minnesota Vikings fan, which is a Packers fan. <laughs> the consum- <laughs> you, are, you are the consummate good guy right now. I try. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Preston. It's okay. But you're, you, in some ways, you're a Vikings fan. But in the ways that I'm smart enough to know not to root for them. Okay. Okay. Oh, so if you I were see. watching a Vikings Packers game, who would you be rooting for? Oh, easily the Packers. Okay. So, so you're saying the the only real Viking, smart Vikings fans are people who don't like the Vikings at all? That is true. Oh, that's... You save yourself a lot of uh, pain, sorrow. <laughs> you know, there's always room on the bad wagon, Professor. I mean, now's the time. Now's the time to jump. I think. I, I think. You know, no one would blame I, you. I see no you teetering on the edge. I think now's the time. I I don't know what you're talking about. I think you do, Professor. And with that, we're gonna begin. Um, we're gonna begin the water cooler where we're gonna talk about this week's game. Um, chug chug. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what? Let's start with the professor because he has been. We were talking about this before the podcast, uh, Beefcake. He has been the worst of life. During this winning streak, he, what? his smarminess oh, has I just, just, it's been at an all-time level, and oh, we've all noticed it. Come on. And I think we were all kind of hoping for a, a comeuppance. I was telling you to wait for the other shoe this to drop. Is... It's coming down hard, baby. And he, and he received one via Cam Newton this week. Um, so, Professor, just let's talk about it. Well, Rob, the Vikings suffered a case of cat scratch fever in Carolina Ow! this weekend, <laughs> dropping a furball of a game to the Carolina Panthers. After a few unforced errors by your normally flawless Vikings, the Panthers took a commanding lead in this NFC Battle of the Titans. Not the shitty Mariota ones. The, you know what I mean. Although Case Race had that love and feeling going on, it took more than a feeling to get the win. This Sunday, as Cam the Fig Newton made a play sweeter than the cookie he's named after, and the Panthers pulled off a huge upset of the Minnesota Vikings. This offseason, Carolina Panther fans will look back fondly on this day and say, hey, remember that time we got lucky and won over the Super Bowl champion Vikings? That was a good day. Carolina 31, Vikings 24. Okay. Well... You, uh, in the past, in the past couple of uh, episodes, Professor, you had you had professed how it was a foregone conclusion that the Vikings were going to win out, including the playoffs, all the way to the Super Bowl at U.S. Bank Field. And 
now they have lost. Um, and I, I honestly feel like the, the score of the game doesn't really indicate how close it was, perhaps. It was even closer. It oh, was even okay. closer. As, as somebody who is who di- I didn't get to watch the game, uh, downtown P. Brown and I, of course, were uh, watching a much better team play a much more entertaining game. We'll get to that later. Um, yeah, but, buddy. We'll get to that later. But we, we were, you know, we saw little highlights here and there, you know, those game updates. and it, it, Dolphins, Patriots? Quite honestly, it looked like <laughs> the uh, the Panthers thoroughly outmuscled the uh, Minnesota mm. Vikings in this game based on what I saw. Well, I have two allegations against me. I'm going to tackle Rob with an H's first. I did Please maybe do. insinuate that, but I also said that the Vikings had three road games in a row and that even two road games in a row is extremely hard. So the, uh, three road games in a row is almost impossible. But so you had I said, said they were going to win out. Yeah, I also said that. We if they, all heard that. I said that if they lost one in this three-game road trip, it's understandable because even the Vegas betters bet against two-game-in-a-row road teams no matter how good they are. Like I've done the math. And so, so this was a schedule loss. It's a pure schedule loss, nothing more. Uh, <laughs> furthermore, uh, to the beefcake's point, we suffered a lot of big injuries in the offensive line, um, and <laughs> that that let other teams look a little a little showier than they normally are against this, this solid front five. But guess what? They're going to be back in a week or two, and things will be fine for the playoffs. So no worries here. No worries, huh? No worries whatsoever. None. Yeah, you lose this a game, lose a game, and everything's ho hum. Yep, that sounds like a losing organization. To this me. isn't a chink in the armor. So the NFL no, is a business, right? Certainly not. You know, you know, it's obviously it's, it is. It's a business. So I, I think I'm very impressed. You know, color me impressed. Case Keenum. You know, he's sure he's done very very color. well for himself. But you really think it's gonna be Nick Foles leading the Eagles versus Case Keenum leading the Vikings NFC Championship? You think Roger Goodell? Isn't gonna, you know? Wow. Pull pull the trigger on that, you know. End that. There's no way. I agree. I'm sure Drew Brees will upset the Eagles and lose to the Vikings in the playoffs like in the in the Space Stadium again. You're right. They'll get that matchup rematch going. Man, there. that was one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, that, you. I, man, the the Vikings should have had that game. Uh, There's so many bad calls, and I just had to sit there in a house full of Vikings ooh, fans. Ooh, bad calls. There were bad calls. There so were we ba- no. There were a lot yes, of bad calls. Yes, I'll admit. Yes. I'll admit. There the was record, a lot people. of bad calls. Stop it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what you guys are talking about. The better team won that game. Um, obviously, Brett Favre did Brett Favre things. Wasn't quite enough. We're just gonna. I, I think you know. Let's just move on from this. Um, one, one final statement. One final statement. Um. I think it was, uh, you know, it, almost res- wrestling writing uh, where, oh. you know, Favre did a heel turn and went over to the Vikings. And remember the last play he had with yeah. the Packers? It was in overtime in the playoffs. He threw across uh, his body in overtime yeah. to get an interception. I that day the same well. thing that happened to the Minnesota right. Vikings. So it's just, it's foreshadowing. Like it just desserts. Yeah. It's, it's great. I love There's it. so many parallels. And uh, me thinks we're going to get into it a little bit later. We already went on those now. Really quick, before we move on. Before we move on to the Packers game, um, Beefcake, l- let's just quickly talk about Case Keenum because we've been we've been touching upon this the entire season. You talking to me about Case Keenum because I'm I'm down to talk about Case Keenum. Well, we'll get you to talk about it, but we'll also okay. I want to primarily get to the professor. Okay. Okay. Yeah, both of you. So, professor, how much of your confidence in the Vikings' postseason aspirations depends upon? Case Keenum's ability right now. How much? I mean, he had had so many solid games, but lately we've seen some inconsistency. A little bit of a drop off. You know, those inconsistencies were always there. Just uh, they didn't make us pay for them in the past, but they're always there. 
Uh, if we won eight games with him before, no reason we can't win eight more. Or, you know, five more. It's the Super Bowl championship in a row again. Jared, Jared, not to, not to you know, give you another pedestal on Case Keenum. <laughs> but I'm seriously interested. I'm seriously interested as a Vikings fan. Like, what made the di- – do you think it's just the weapons around Case Keenum? Or what made the difference between his play earlier this season or when he was on the Rams? Like, what, what's that what, – what do you think is the big X factor for him? I mean, the, uh, the untold story about the Vikings this year is how much better the offensive line is, which is why we actually lost this game because we, we had some injuries there, and so the pressure got to us a bit more. But the offensive line is keeping Case clean. And then, you know, uh, Adam more than a Thielen, he's uh, making some big plays and bailing Case out and making him look real good. Really quick, uh, downtown Petey Brown, do you ever execute the X-Factor, uh, which was uh, X-Pox finishing move? Do you ever do that? I should. He's a Minnesota wrestler. I've actually went to uh, a seminar with X-Pox. He's seen me wrestle in person. Uh, I think the X-Factor would be a very believable move for it's you, pretty honestly. pretty great. I- to be honest, I just worry about hitting myself in the disco balls. You know, when like their heads coming down, you spread your legs oh, yeah. out. The disco They're big. balls. Yeah, man. Like I mean, you got that, big disco balls. That, yeah, I do. I'm, I mean, <laughs> if that, you go and watch them wrestle, you'll see. They, I, and people always want to hit them. They, they always seem to get dinged. Uh, with the that, uh, can I just give my awards really quick? Yes. Thank you. I have to give a teacher's Jeez. pet award to, to Adam awards, yeah. to, to Adam Thielen, who played amazing and is great, even though he he dropped the ball. But you know, then I don't know. You can say it's amazing when you yeah, drop. Yeah, uh, the some thing is, he didn't actually errors. wrap up all the NFL's catch rules. Ridiculous and always has been, and it needs to be changed. Okay, uh, fire Goodell. Um, a dunce cap. Hashtag. I I gotta I gotta give a dunce cap to my boy Cam Newton. Uh, he played really well. Whoa, you can't, you're but giving, no, what? no. Here, you got the floor. Let, I, let I him, think you'll I think you'll come around. <laughs> Cam Newton on Sunday. For some goddamn reason, tried to look cool, and he wore a pair of like, prince cleats. All right, Whoa. and here's the thing, Cam. He's ours. He's ours, not yours. So it's not trying to take credit here. Second off, he died like a year and a half ago. So like you missed the boat, including the fact that we've played you already once since he's died. So now you're doing it the second time. It wasn't this, even in Minnesota. It's not even too. Minnesota. It's a classic it's, game. Of, it's a classic case of mind games. So. Yeah. And and they seem to have paid off. And, and it's it's a classless did, did not not work. It's a classless move. Just because Carolina doesn't have anything worth celebrating doesn't mean you can steal our culture and appropriate Minnesota life. So you know what, Cam, you suck. Wow. Okay. Well, the awards are very very negative wow. this week. All right. It's well, like with that, let's get to something a little bit more positive. Let's get to the uh, beefcake. Let's no. get to an uh. unbelievable win against the hapless Cleveland Browns team. Take it from here. Beefcake. The Packers came into Paul Brown Field with a sugar craving on Sunday. Fortunately, they feasted on the winless brownies, setting up overtime for the third game this year and escaping with a win. Jamal Williams bullied that Browns defense, and Devontae Adams does it again. Thank God Brett Hundley will be on the bench again, though he did matriculate the ball down the field to the fourth, leading two, count them, two touchdown drives. What? Finally, overtime, Deshaun Kaiser, rookie phenom, loves the ball, up, it floats, 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 comes down into Josh Jones' arm. Show him what you got, Rook! With his mouth frothing, Hundley then threw to Adams, who went untouched. What? 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 Into the tunnel and straight on home. Run, Forrest, run! Packers 27, Browns 21. 
Can I get a hell yeah? Hell, hell yeah. yeah. I think you can. <laughs> oh, it was, and, and what a game it was. I mean, uh, what, yeah. a, what a game to watch at a Packers bar. It was a blast. PD and I were at, uh, at a really, really excellent Packer bar down in uh, uptown uh, Minneapolis. I was um, nursing off a PD party from the night before. Oxymoron. I think you were you were rolling the PD party over from the night right. before. Right. Yeah, I think so um, too. Just uh, continuing the uh, the party, um, and man, it was like it, there was there was a point in the third quarter where everybody kind of had a little lull and thought it might all be lost. But nope, we, it was oh man, it was just one of those games where you look back and see Jeez. this could be the. The defining moment of the season. Oh my god! The turning point. I mean, Brett Hundley can be very, very frustrating, but he did make some really good plays. I would say a lot of it had to do with Devontae Adams making some huge yak yardage. Well, you know. they made the plays when they need to. Uh, the defense uh, was tough in the first, uh, tough in the first half, but they again made the plays in the fourth quarter when it counted. I'd say favorite part of my the whole game was the opening drive. They went for it on fourth down two, fourth two down. times oh. on the opening drive. Two times. They were not going to lose the Browns. Damn. Two fourth down conversions, one of them a fake punt. What more could you ask for? Uh, okay, I'd like cool. really quick that's for you cool. to fake comment on what was your morale like? What, was, what were you thinking when the Packers were down and all was seemingly lost against the Browns? That was exactly it. I thought, we're playing the Browns. This game is nowhere near over. He, he did say it. The whole time he was like, the Browns are going to brown themselves. And, and the Browns brown ever. themselves. They browned out. <laughs> yeah. They browned out big time. <laughs> browned out big time. Oh, man. Well. Possible episode title right there. Obviously, it makes it a very interesting uh, playoff picture, which I think we're going get, to oh, get into later. That we will. Um, and so that'll. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> would, you, would you say we locked the playoff spot, Matt? Um, you know, uh, I think, as I said earlier, the run begins here. I think it's, uh, you know, we, obviously we've seen the Vikings have, have started their collapse. And um, I think... This I, is the beginning I, of I the think, end, you're I, saying? It's the beginning of the end and, and the beginning of no! the Packers' run to the NFC North crown. Wow. So you've seen, so you seen the cracks, Beefcake. That armor is chinked up on beyond belief. It's it's oh, it's insane. Not just a wild card run, but a a division run. Okay, the expectations have been changed. Hey Rob, I'll yes. have what he's having. Okay, well that <laughs> where do you be begin with that? Pretty good. That's a long list right well, now. Um, huh. and 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 part of that, you know, I'm gonna actually give out my first award for the day. Um, the beefcake's badass. Who played extremely well on Sunday? Uh, remind our listeners again, what does the Beefcake's Badass Award look like? Um, it's just a bicep. That's what it was. It's not <laughs> even a trophy. It's just like a gold bicep. Um, veiny, veiny with uh, with the the tattoo with the mom in the heart. Yeesh. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Barbed wire through the heart. Oh, sure. Yeesh. I'm into it. <laughs> um. But the Beefcake's Badass Award uh, is going to go, it's a little bit of a strange topic, not, not a highlight player. I'm going to give it to Demarius Randall, the quarterback Ooh. of the Green Bay Packers. Who's playing hurt, too. He was playing hurt. He was tasked most of the game. He was covering Josh Gordon one-on-one. Um, Gordon got out a little Freak. bit. On the first drive, he, he definitely made some work. But after that, Randall really locked him down. And 
When he was locked one-on-one, -on -one, he only surrendered one catch for nine yards. Impressive. Against Josh Gordon, that's uh, I'll, I'll take that any, any day. And to piggyback on that, uh, the PD Party's Glow Stick Award. <laughs> oh! I'm doing it. And I'm sorry I got to do it against the Packers, but I got to throw it to uh, you know Josh Gordon. Those shades were lit. <laughs> Those were hot. Those I was were so lit. Into that. He let other people wear them. They got in a I whole was, other level. It was. I was so into it. So when know, Josh Gordon scored his color touchdown, me green, color me green. Oh man, more he, than just being a Packers fan. When he scored fan. the touchdown, he went over to the sideline and just put these shades on, and they started like snapping pictures of him and stuff. And it was excellent. I was oh man, yeah. I was real jealous there. I love the idea of a guy being like, I know I just missed like three seasons for like rampant chemical abuse yeah. and, I'm back, <laughs> and I'm fucking awesome. Second, <laughs> second game back. Yeah. Just no shyness. It's like, here I am. He's a true like 80s throwback wrestler. Oh. Like oh. He said he's like, I haven't wrestled, you know, or I haven't played football sober. And a lot of 80s wrestlers, I don't think ever wrestled sober. And I'm probably sure, you know, you like Rowdy, Rowdy Piper, oh, sure, sure. you know, Ric Flair back in the day. You know, they were you know all elites. And now imagine Josh Gordon, you know, sobered up. Well, what idea. can he do? What can he do? I love it. Damn. Imagining uh, Josh scary. Gordon is sort of like a ravishing Rick Rude type, oh, I where can he see just it. shows up and he's like, I'm so much better than all of you, you know, and he shows off his. Have you, you, know, have you seen him with the shirt body. off? I, I have. It's it's ravishing. It's I, simply I'm, ravishing. I'm envious. Very envious of it. Okay. Yeah, you should be. I mean, oh, I mean Rick Rude, another, another Minneapolis road. guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. With that, I think uh, unless, I mean, uh, Beefcake, do you have anything further to add to an impressive, albeit, I mean, it would have been unbelievably embarrassing. Oh, certainly. For you. It, it certainly. But at the end of the day, um, you make plays of crunch time and the W is the only stat that matters. That's right. And here we are at seven and six with uh, some uh, with with every fan awaiting on pins and needles the decision to be made this week. Wow. Okay. Hey, Beefcake, a quick question. Yes. It's a tough question. As a Packer fan, I, I'm wrestling with it right now. No, you know, pun intended. I guess. <laughs> um, hey, oh. But should the question is should Aaron Rodgers come back? It sounds like the doctors are 50-50 at this point. Should he come back? Should we risk our future with maybe Aaron Rodgers getting a serious injury, you know, to come back to win this game? You know, the Panthers beat the Vikings. We can obviously beat the Vikings. So it's a tough maybe keep Hundley yeah. in, ride the flame. No, I agree. That's a very tough question to ask. And it's wow. a, it's something that, you know, I, I PD, I really feel like before I can answer that question, I may need to get a couple drinks in me. Ooh. Um, we do our best thinking while drinking. Yeah, I, so I think maybe ask, foreshadowing, me again, maybe ask me again after I've had okay. a few, and uh, I can really bear my soul. Okay, about well, I think that. we'll have to oblige you on that, Beefcake, and I'm sure yeah. that you will Speaking happily oblige us. Okay, with that, uh, let's just really quick uh, touch on the other NFC North teams. Uh, Detroit, they won lucky. against a horrible team. Still lucky. Yeah, well, I mean, just as we were saying, I mean, the Browns are a horrible team. So yeah, but that's different. <laughs> okay. I think we should give, you know, speaking of maybe touching on fantasy football, we should give a drink to every single person who owns Mike Evans. That hurts. If you have Mike Evans on your team, that hurts. If or if people who want to I did not. Thankfully not. Oh. I I thought he's going to be the best receiver the this whole season during the draft. So I was disappointed I didn't draft him, but luckily it didn't shake out that way. Well, I mean, that's Smart. you're hoping for playoff production, so I guess you lucked out a little bit. It, it's rough him, and then you know, I you know Cameron, you know, or I mean, uh, yeah, Cameron Bright, you know, the the tight end. 
getting touchdowns every single game, then OJ Howard gets two. So you're starting starting him getting one, you know, one reception for ten yards. It's it hurts. Sorry, I'm a big fantasy football nut, but that Brutal. drinks drinks for you guys if you guys started either Mike Evans or Bright. Yeah, P never never at a loss for uh, an excuse to uh, order somebody a drink. No, obviously. <laughs> and uh, the Bears, they were victorious as well against a hapless Bungles. Wow. Yeah, a dom- dominating performance. Um, which is very oh my strange. Goodness. It was it's, very weird. It was too bad the sausage couldn't be alive to see it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> dead. well in our hearts, he is at so, the very least. Sorry to scoot out of the that. NFC North, but do you think Marvin Lewis should be fired? Especially after this kind of loss. He's been such a mediocre coach. <sighs> I'll leave that to the uh, football yeah. experts over here, let's the professor just, and beefcake. Instead of answering it ourselves, what do you say we just ask Vince? Oh, Vince, what do you Vince, think do you about think? Marvin Lewis? There you have it. There you have well, it. I think we're going to side with Vince on this one. <laughs> yeah, okay, with this. that, we're going to uh, we're going to wrap things up on this week's water cooler. Uh, when we come back, gulp, gulp. When we come back, we are going to go to our favorite place on earth. That's the bar and a place that downtown BD Brown is obviously very familiar. Well aware. So I definitely hope you'll come back with us on Kings of the North. We're back on Kings of the North. <laughs> the signature sound <laughs> of Kings of the North. I'm Rob with yeah, an buddy. H. This week, we are here with, uh, obviously, Professor Pigskin. Oh, here I am, ready to go. Also here with the beefcake. Drink, drink, drink. And this week, we are joined by uh, professional wrestler, downtown Petey Brown. Yeah, buddy. Also a Packers fan. Yes, this is correct. adds to the intrigue. This is factually accurate. Hold on, can I, before we start, can I just get us a little appetizer right here? One beer. Two beers. <laughs> Stone Cold got his order in Getting before we did it. He's yeah. like the patron saint of the bar. We're there's gonna, there's never between being assertive and aggressive, and I'd say he's more on the assertive side. I would so, definitely think so. <laughs> We're going to be back up a little bit, giving his orders. With that, so we might as well get something quick well, and hopefully get yeah. ahead of the queue. It's going to be yeah. a while. Yeah, because Stone Cold just jammed up the queue right now. Okay, with that, we're going to head into the bar. Um, And this week, we're going to begin uh, our jaunt to the bar with our esteemed guest, downtown Petey Brown. Uh, You are no stranger to the bar. You are the life of the party, obviously. Uh, So I'm very much looking forward to your first drink here at the bar. So go ahead. (laughs) Well... Speaking of bars, you, there's certain take. things that are party fouls at bars. Uh, One would be passing gas at the bar, and the beef cake just beefed audibly. at the bar. <laughs> just win, baby. I guess. I don't know what you I just guess. won. Because well, oh. <laughs> today with WWE pay-per-view, there was some backlash. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> no mercy. Judgment Day. <laughs> But anyways, I always get up to the front of the line. We're at Sneaky Pete's downtown. That's usually my go-to place. I've got the sure. Sneaky Pete's card, so I get the discount. So I'm ordering. You know, I'm feeling festive. It's it's the holiday season. 
you know, let, let's get everybody a drink in the NFC North. Let's give, that, let's give them all a drink. So generous. Wow. I'm feeling generous. Let's start out with those uh, lovable losers, the Lions. They've actually had a really good season, you know, for the Lions. But you can see cracks in the armor. They've had some pretty bad losses. Yeah, they beat the, you know, Buccaneers, but who hasn't this year? You're telling me. So the first shot goes to the Lions because God knows they need it the most. Uh, we're throwing them the Irish car bomb because, uh, I, I, you know, it's, it's a rough drink, but, you know, just like the name, you know, they're about to implode. Um, <laughs> and they're going to need a strong drink uh, to, you know, carry them through that. Wow. I mean, you've had many Irish car bombs in your day, I assume, in an effort to kind of, you know, get the party going. It's actually a really good shot. Even if you're a wimpy drinker, it's a great shot. And so. then we all know that the Lions are wimpy drinkers, so I think that's a perfect shot. <laughs> I don't think they're wimpy this. drinkers at all. Oh, yes, they are. You've seen Matthew Stafford? I think it's a necessity that, that they have to drink. Yeah, that's where I was going. Yeah, and they take, like, one drink, and then they're, like, passed out for three days. Let me, let me do this. I feel like Nevertheless. I'm, very, I'm a very fair fan, very fair Packer fan, and I have no beef with the Lions unless they beat us, but Matthew Stafford has been playing with a hurt hand. So maybe he needs an Irish car bomb for his next game. You know, he has been playing that. pretty well with a hurt hand. So um, he's had his injuries, his ups and downs, but it's been pretty impressive. You respect that. Okay, next drink, the beefcake. What are you getting? <sighs> well, you know, I'm going to kind of continue uh, Petey's idea here and uh, throw a drink over to the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Aww. Um, I'm going to take a, a glass, put some rum. Okay. I assume you'll be willing to receive that. You know, representing the Vikings. Professor. Yeah, on, on not behalf of the be. Vikings, I will. I'm I sure it's not an issue. I'm going to throw <laughs> some rum in this glass. What? Um, maybe some bitters. What? Some lime juice. What? Green chartreuse. What? Some mint. What? What? And another shot of rum. What? And make a cocktail called the Art of Choking. Oh. That's right. Oh. If there's one Dang. team that has perfected the Art of Choking over the years, it's the Vikings. Um, we're at the point now. And, and I know we'll be hitting on this later, but... Tis the season. If the Vikings lose out and the Packers win out, I believe uh, your 2017 NFC North champions will be the Green Bay Packers. En route to Super Bowl 52? Yes. In Minneapolis. So, um, it begins today. <laughs> Vikings are going to choke the rest of the season. They suck. Wow, okay. I... I I mean, you're going to assume that the Vikings are going to choke up to, up to the end of the Super Bowl, right? Well, if they choke the next three games, they won't even make the playoffs. But you know I don't what believe. I mean, though. Yeah, cake. yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, no, no, they're they're going to lose these next three games. The Packers are going to make the playoffs, win the Super Bowl, and the Vikings will be out of the party. I I, I can imagine a scenario where the Vikings are up thirty with. In 20 seconds to go in the Super Bowl, and you are not willing to admit that the Vikings I've are I've seen willing. it too y many you times. You will still think I've that the Vikings are going to choke. You know, they all say... points in 20 seconds. Like their fans will rush the field, and the they'll be forced to The professor himself says that he, those who do not know history are doomed to repeat it, and uh, I know my history, and uh, if there's one thing I know is that the Vikings lose big games. If you know the history time. of the professor, he will say that phrase. Yeah. If you know history, then we won't repeat it. Therefore, we shall succeed. But what I'm saying is that I know history, you don't. Therefore, screw you. Vikings are going to lose. <laughs> hey, 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 as 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 a Packers fan, though, real quick here, 
that you know, no matter how bad it gets as the Packers, the one thing we can hang our hat on is that the Vikings always choke and never have won a Super Bowl. Yeah, it's great. What, what would you, I? I mean, it, it, it won't last forever. Sure, it will. Are you kidding me? It's gonna end. So, soon. so I want to only a, a double-sided question to Fresher Pigskin and uh, the Beefcake. You know what? What happens? You know, let's say Vikings win the Super Bowl day after that. What happens? I mean, that's 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 when the apocalypse happens. Like that's that's sure. the signaling of the end of the world. That's funny. He says like that's, as I say, that's when the rapture happens. Yeah, like that's the <laughs> yeah. real, that's it. Like yeah. so, some, we agree on that. That's not happening. Get in your some bomb shelters. Of, some sort of divine uh, event will happen when the Vikings win the Super Bowl, whether it be fire and brimstone or uh, angels and clouds. Airwaves. Yeah. Clouds. Yeah, angels and airwaves. Great band. Sure. <laughs> it's, yeah, the soundtrack of the rapture. <laughs> uh, trademark. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. With that, we're going to get to uh, oh, Professor Pigskin. What is your first drink? <laughs> well, oh, since Beefcake since, uh, was so kind of by the Vikings drink, uh, methinks I shall repay the favor. What does that mean? <laughs> hey, Beefcake, you want drink? Yay! <laughs> um, <laughs> what a guy. What a guy. We, we've got a round going to some Packers fans. Uh, it's a little brew. By a spilled grain brew house called False Hope. And you know what? I'm buying you around, but you know what it tastes like because you just drank a bunch of it on Sunday. Ooh. You just drank a bunch of False Hope. Ooh, you barely beat the Browns. Oh, I'm so fucking impressed. We destroyed the Browns. I Who didn't. cares? Get out of here. All you got yourself was a little False Hope, only to be let down when the Vikings went out, including beating you guys and knocking you out of the playoffs in Lambeau Field. It's going to be great. Enjoy that false hope. I know. Oh, there it is. Cracked open, fresh, ready for you. Yep. The steaming. Delicious, fresh hope. <laughs> Delicious. The buzz it's, is all the same, though. Oh, <laughs> Just like Hampton, it's also brewed with, uh, it's brewed with the, in the land of sky blue waters. <laughs> Cold, refreshing. All the best beers are. Well, the beer I guess you're looking it. for. I, mean, I should be looking for a Minnesota landmark for that to be claimed on, but... Because that's definitely where fresh hope is brewed. Mm, delicious. It's always unrequited. Unre- yeah. Always got a okay, new batch. That, okay, second drink. We're gonna get to back to uh, downtown Petey Brown. What are you getting? Well, bro, chivalry is not dead here oh, with yes. the Petey party and in Packer Land. So I've got to throw you know the Vikings a shot. Yummy. And I've, I feel like I've been a very fair Packer fan. I don't think Vikings fans can hate on me at all today. Uh, I've been giving the Vikings props. Yeah. What fun is that? I guess so. But you know the Vikings, they've had some big losses this season. You know, they came in the season oh. without Teddy Bridgewater. Yep, Sam Radford went down after oh, having yeah. a great season last year, I'll admit. And That's Cooks history. Cooks, who's a great rookie too, who yeah. really just exploded. He was going to be the next, you know, AP. He was having a great season. Oh, so better. the Vikings get shot in the arm, shot in the leg, shot in the chest, but they won't go down. They're like right. zombies. That's right. So I'm giving them the zombie shot because, bro, I don't give drinks. I give shots. <laughs> LMFAO, baby. So, so the thing is, the thing Party! is, but, 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 Mr. Professor, Mr. Professor, like all zombies in The Walking Dead, eventually they get shot. Oh, no. And the zombie shot, I don't know if you ever, have you ever had the zombie shot, Professor? Uh, I, I don't think so, but it doesn't sound good. It knocks you on your ass. Oh no! And that's exactly what the Vikings need to do. Oh. The zombie shot with the Viking silver bullet to the head. Oh no! Course- Zombies need to be put down. But I'll give you props. A course chaser to the shot, the silver bullet. <laughs> wow! 
Uh, what a what a shot! Damn, I don't know how to come back. That was. The, oh man, I love that. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like a, I, I am from Minnesota, so it's like a compliment, but also a diss at the same time. Yeah, oh man, that's the way know. to do it. Um, I don't know what to say to that. I just got, I got shot. That I sounds delicious. Shot. All right, with that second drink, beefcake. Um, okay, I'm gonna change it up a little bit to get out of the NFC North for a second. Ooh, okay. Wow. Um, okay. I'm gonna get everyone in the NFL a drink. Everyone together gets very the same drink, you. except for one man. What bank? Oh, except for one man. Uh-oh. He's he's going to be excluded. We're going to exclude Mr. Cam Newton. <laughs> so I am going to get everyone a drink with the con- contingency that we all throw it in his face at the same time. I'm going to get everyone nice. a fruity ass drink with real fruit in it. <laughs> Obviously, is that jungle juice? No, it's like just any anything's fruity and sweet with like real fruit in it, like really, you know, quote unquote girly drinks and like stuff. Like Rod City. Sure. Obviously Cam doesn't understand or appreciate this. But it is 2017 and sure men is. can appreciate fruity drinks too. That's right. So fuck you Cam for putting down witting women and putting and I don't know what I'm saying. Um, yeah, I think I'm it's funny throw- when Beefcake tries to talk about routes. Anyway, I'm going to throw my fruity drink yeah. in Cam's face because he hates women and I hate Cam. You know what? I hate him too. And Will you throw your fruity drink in his face? I would, I would join you arm in arm, fruity drink in hand, to splash it all over his stupid face. Uh, I can assume that uh, both me and uh, downtown Petey Brown would not would not splash our fruity drink in anyone's face because we're keeping that for ourselves. One, I would keep it. And two, did you see Cam play? He's such an impressive quarterback, not only in the air but on the ground. Yeah, he's had his ups and downs this season, but when he's up, he is way, way up. And you know what? He's going to be way, way down this week, that's for sure. Can I just say that uh, downtown Petey Brown has – he polished off a vodka – Hawaiian punch, and now he's working on a vodka uh, grape juice. Currently, you keeping the party going. The Hawaiian punch said, "What was it? Ohana." Ohana means family. Because it means family. And and, and no drink gets left behind. Uh, (laughs) That is very true. Okay. Okay. Uh, Where were we with the drink order right now? Okay, we're we're to Professor Pigskin. Uh, your second drink right now. You're clearly, you clearly are disheveled right now. Obviously. <sighs> okay, so here's what I need to do. It looks disoriented. I am not disoriented. Your face is disoriented. I'm getting a hot toddy. Again? Uh, yeah. You know what? It's a great drink. It's worth getting again. Okay. That's I'm fine. getting. I'm getting four of them uh, for the banged up members of the Minnesota Vikings offensive line. Uh, the only reason the Vikings look a little sketchy on Sunday is because so many of them are hurt. And as soon as they get back and healthy again, we'll be back to our Super Bowl winning ways. So nothing gets you better than like a little green tea with a little whiskey to toughen it up a little bit. So, uh, gentlemen, drink up. <laughs> and he'd, uh, he'd Mr. Garnett's vo- vi- uh, advice. Anything is possible. Uh, healthy and take the Vikings to a Super Bowl victory. Anything, anything is possible. Let me tell you. That's right. Again, I am a Packers fan, but how impressive is that? Who did the Vikings release right before the, the season? Well, what? What? TJ Clemmings, the worst offense. No, no not TJ Clemmings. Uh no, they they got rid of the trash. But was it Boone? 
Oh, yeah, well, Boone, yeah, yeah. They released him, and they still have stayed healthy, so Petey, i got to give them props. Petey, whose team are you on? I am on the Packers, but I'm an it's, impartial. This you is know, not the Petey a, party's this, welcoming for everybody. This podcast <laughs> is not about being impartial. This is favorite. about... I, I'm, I'm with Rob with an H, you know. I feel like I'm trying to, you know... I don't like this. Divide the line. Bridge the gap. Yeah. Bridge the gap. I said that I wanted the Vikings to die like walkers. Yeah. <laughs> I just... Ooh. I think it's refreshing to finally find... A, a Packers fan with a little bit of football intelligence and common sense. I don't know sense. what you're talking about. Uh, I have way more football intelligence he's, and he's, heart than you will ever have. Downtown okay. Peter Brown's the fourth Packers fan we've had in the pod, and the first one with, a ounce, with two brain cells to run together. He's the only one who could spell the word wow. cat if he spelled it in the letter C and T. I'm sorry, when is a brain slap in the face since when has brains... from Oshkosh. And, and um, uh, the sack master. The sack. Oh, and um, and I, I great that. name. He's the fifth. He's the fifth Packers fan. Wow. So we've had five Packer fans and six brain cells between them all. Since when has brain cells helped you've you win a football game? You've been very civil to them on the podcast, and you've talked unbelievable shit behind their back. Yes. That's the way you. I'm work. at a loss for words, right? Yes. Now. Okay. With that, we're going to go to our final drinks. Because, uh, man, these have been some unbelievable drinks this week. All right. Petey Party, your final drink. So I'm going to give one. I made one of the bears here real quick. I'm going to give him the water moccasin because they've been sneaky as a snake. <laughs> they've been sneaky as a snake. They just trounced the Bengals, who we, you know, had a very hard time. We as the Packers had a very hard time early on in the season. I get it. It's a different part of the Vikings season. Vikings going to have a harder time. It's been rough. I mean, uh, it's been rough for the Bears, you know, with Mitch Trubisky. But, you know, it, they took a gamble. He hasn't been as great as everyone thought he would be. But look at the jump that Carson Wentz had. Maybe he can have that same jump. But the Bears defense has been playing out of their minds, so they deserve at least one shot. Petey? Jump into I, the end I, zone. I, 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 we've talked about this on the podcast before, but I feel a, 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 some, a connection or a camaraderie, if you will, with uh, Mitch Trubisky. I feel like you sure. might you have that same – Type of feel. Oh. Do you have that same feeling with him? Like You're I feel all like beefcakes. We're yeah, we're all beefcakes. We all love. You so know. I would, I would, but the one thing was that him and his mother, which I don't want to speak bad about anyone's mother, but they both but. Refer, want to refer to him as Mitchell. They're like, don't call him Mitch, call him Mitchell. It's like, dude, you don't make your own nicknames. Just chill out. If they're gonna call you Mitch, they're gonna call you Mitch. Don't take the pedestal on that. I agree with that. Yeah, it's fine, but but at, at his heart, I feel like we're 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 the same person, you know. I'd, I'd rather see Mr. Bisky fail as a Packers fan, but I mean, if he does pull it off, it makes as great a person, rivalries. Though. As a person, though. See, I've often tried to call Beefcake just Beef, just as a don't. Do and that. he like, always, like he always beefed he always himself. Shuts me down. <laughs> so you guys maybe do have some parallels. I certainly do. Yeah. Well, with that beef. I got, I got, I got one more. Hang out. I got one last one. Well, you got. I, I, I gotta get. I said I was gonna give one to everybody, and I can't forget my homeboys. You know the true PD party, the Packers. I'm giving them Yag bombs, Yag bombs, Yag bombs, Yag bombs, Yag bombs. You know it's gonna be the best shot for the Packers. The Brosies are always gonna get the best. So why would do I do Yag bomb? Not it's just because it's for the boys, but you know. <laughs> It's, it's going to be a long run. It's a long night. It's going to be a yeah. long night. We've got a long rest of the season if we're going to win the Super Bowl. When we win the Super Bowl. When we win the Super Bowl. It's going to be a long rest of the season. So they're going to need that, you know, that Red Bull and the alcohol. They're going to get that feeling where they're blackout drunk but wide awake. But, you know, some of the best stories are made from that. Oh, you're telling me, man. The Beefcake knows all about oh. that. And definitely downtown Petey Brown knows a little bit about Petey that. Petey and so. I have had many of those memories that we don't remember. And uh, downtown PD Brown ing out. 
Good Man. God. It wasn't my best, but I mean. One I thing I'll it. say is that Dantan B.D. Brown has many more memories to come in the ring. Heyo. He's an up-and-comer. I, I hope so. It's been fun so far. Well, we'll talk about that. Uh, something tells me we're going to talk about mm, that a little bit later. Will we ever? Okay, with that, the beefcake, yes. or as I like to call him, beef, <laughs> your final drink of the night. Beef. Well, Rob, or should I say Rob, um, with my last drink, I'm going to, as I always do, finish off with some beer. I'm going to get an Indeed Let It Ride IPA, uh, a Minnesota favorite. Um, Petey had hit on this a little bit earlier. I understand, yes, there is a little bit of a risk with play- if uh, Rodgers were to be playing this week. True that. But I say, being conservative, never won any championships. Let's go win this game. Except the presidency. Let number 12 run around and do his thing. Put all your chips on the table and let it ride, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Super Bowl, here we come. He's not getting beat. He's getting angry. hey <laughs> Let him ride. Hell yeah. Okay. Well, Professor Pigskin, you better not disappoint with your final drink. uh, First off, I just want to say that... You're here? You're sweet. You're still here? You should be still sipping on that false hope there, boy. All right. (laughs) Keep on drinking that. You're going to need a lot of it. Boy? Yeah, boy. All right. Notice he's a lot quieter in the the lost weeks for the Vikings. Oh, yeah. Jeez. I I was a little surprised. I thought we'd lost him somewhere. It's... I'm not quieter. It's just um, a deload week to ramp up for the last little wallflower over there. All right. So my last drink. Welcome change. Peter Parker. I'm also going to finish with beer. (laughs) I'm going to send a little smoke bomb, a smoky little ale, down to one of the favorites of the podcast, Smokin' Jay Cutler. Yes! Yeah. Yeah, Love Jay. Down in Miami. Impressive. I got to say, dude, you out-duel terrific Tom Brady, the golden boy. To the tuna, 263 yards and three TDs. Oh, Jay. Shredded the Patriots. Shredded. Throwing darts left and right, just mm, showing Run, all the potential we know he has. Making plays with his legs, too. Yeah, you know, uh, like, everything you want. It, Not and, to take anything away from Jay Cuddy, but their defense allowed almost no third-down conversions. That's impressive. I mean, that's what, what you do when you have an elite quarterback on the yes. sideline cheering do you on. I feel on. like that's perfectly in line with what Jay Cutler is known for, is that he's just confounding. He has these great games. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's just but stupid good, and then he's like stupid good, and, and then, then he's he'll terrible. throw like five to, to five interceptions the like, next week, kind of thing. It's not his fault. He played with like, for John Fox for like half his career. I mean, that's just a kiss of death for anyone. That is true. You know, that's I don't know. I just I love seeing Jay Cutler play well. The NFL is at its strongest when Jay Cutler's playing well. Uh, it's the best Agreed. league in the world when Jay Cutler's playing well. And uh, friend of the podcast well, too, definite friend. Yes, he is. Um, is his uh, wife a friend of the podcast, too? Oh. <laughs> uh, He's like the uh, patron saint of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is the... I can't put it better than that. Yeah, we love We don't have Jay. diabetes. We do take insulin shots. You know. <laughs> yeah. Insulin shots for Jay. To be brothers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> an insulin chaser on the uh, smoke bomb. Mm. So mm. Uh, we love you, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> Come back to us. This drink's for you. Insulin chaser. I love that. <laughs> Okay, I think we better get out of here after Ooh. the insulin chaser, because yeah. they had to uh, they had to go to a separate refrigerator and get the insulin <laughs> for the chaser. Okay, with that, uh, we're gonna come back and guess what? We're gonna venture into four down territory. Yes, it is that part of the podcast, Ooh. gentlemen. So this is gonna be an unbelievable one because uh, our uh, special guest, Downtown P. Brown, is gonna be integral to this 
upcoming fourth down territory. So uh, definitely come back with us on Kings in the North. Just like at the end of bars, there's always still good time to be had. We're back on Kings of the North. We're so happy that you're back with us. This is Rob with an H here with the Beefcake. Also here with Professor Pigskin. 13 and 3 isn't that bad. And joining us this week is our professional wrestler, downtown Petey Brown. We came to drink, turn it up, and party. Also a Packers fan. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. I mean, he's also... He understands the Vikings' point of view, just to make sure that we're clear about, you know, if you were unclear about, you know, cheering for him, if you're a Vikings fan, he also empathizes with you. So we just to make sure. Fan. Be a Packer. Just to make sure. But still cheer for downtown P. Brown, first and foremost. Yeah, no matter what you, what your NFC North Allegiance is, you should be cheering for downtown P. Brown. I have purple on my right? tights, so. That's true. That's more for Prince. So. Okay. Okay, with that... We are going to, uh, gentlemen, it's that part of the podcast. Oh. We are going to venture into four-down territory. And because we have because we have a professional wrestler with us, an, an unbelievable opportunity. Uh, I feel Again. like that we have, to, we have to definitely talk about incorporate professional wrestling into our four-down yes. four territory. The two go hand in hand. And so this week, our four-down territory is... Professional wrestlers as NFL players. There's a lot of them. A I lot mean, of well, you'll you'll definitely see that there's going to be a lot of them. Uh, so, with that, I mean, we're going to leave it as open ended as possible. Obviously. And one factual fact: a lot of a factual fact, a factual fact from downtown Petey Brown. WWE actually recruits a lot of uh, wrestlers from the NFL. I mean, all the way back in the day, where Goldberg, he actually sure. played for the Atlanta Falcons. Roman Reigns played for the Minnesota Vikings. Biggie Langston. Yep. Brock Lesnar. Was. Brock Lesnar played for the Vikings. I've often encouraged. I've often implored Professor Pigskin to buy a Brock Lesnar Vikings jersey. Think, and, and he is resisted. I think you should. And, and Beefcake. Guess what? Baron Corbin. He played a little bit for the Cardinals. He played a little bit for the Packers. Mojo Raleigh, a fellow Zubas wearer, played for the Packers. You know, I'm always down for more Zubas. Zubas and a Packers player. Really He's quick, hyped. really quick, Petey. Who came first, Baron Corbin or Darren Corbin? This, uh, this is a whole thing. This is seriously a thing. I'll, I'll wrap it in 30 seconds. But there was uh, Indy Re- Darren Corbin, great wrestler <laughs> for about 10 years. He's been in the business for over 10 years. Yep. And he's well-known. He's been across the country overseas. And people at the table uh, trying to name Baron Corbin, trying to think of a creative name for a new superstar, big, intimidating guy, they threw out Darren Corbin. Baron Corbin came from that. But in real really? life, in real life, they're all friends. Really? They're, they're great dudes. Um, That's incredible. So, okay. So, so, so da- Darren and Baron. Insider no, no. info here. Yeah, it is insider info. Darren, That's crazy. Darren has been a WWE extra twice. Uh, along with me, and uh, Baron and him yuck it up every time they talk to each other. Actually, Darren, cool. Darren gave me uh, Baron's finisher in a WWE ring okay. in front of him, and he was good with That's it. That's very cool. Okay, okay. Side with track. That, okay, with that. Okay, we got some insider info. We, you guys, don't provide any insider info, so we got to take it where we can get it. With that, we're gonna venture into Fort on territory. The dirt sheets will be all over it. Yes, they will. Wrestlers as NFL players, by way of random drawing. 
Yes. We're going to begin with Professor Pigskin. This is going to be interesting. You have the first overall pick. Go ahead. Well, number one overall is an easy pick. It's a, it's a cliche pick, but it's easy. I uh, got to take Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, that's All a right. tough one to say no. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Um, and you know Where are you putting, putting him, him, though? A big, t- big tough that dude like that, you might be thinking, oh, he's hitting. Sure. But here's the thing we learned about Stone Cold through watching him is that he has soft hands. Oh. He has many, many, many beers thrown towards him. He never dropped a single one. Uh, check the tape. Uh, so he's big, but he has soft hands, so I got a Stone Cold at tight end. I like him at tight end, actually. Yeah, so he can maybe team. do yeah. some do physical tight end. A little bit of chip blocking, you know. He, he hits hits the hits the the defensive end. On he's the got way the out. grit, Gronk esque. Oh, very Gronk. Oh yeah. Yeah. Got the cheap shots after the whistle. The sure, sure. Just laying right. guys Absolutely. out, giving them concussions, giving stunners to the defense. Okay. To the opposing coach. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Second overall pick goes to the beefcake. Well, you know, Rob, we we always say that you can never have enough big guys on your team. So with second overall pick, my first overall, my first pick, I'm going to take the big show. And, oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Fair, fair. you you got to have those big athletic guys. And big show, he, he's, he's got some athleticism to him. I mean, he's a big boy. He can run around a little bit. I'm going to throw him in at that defensive line, a big, fat run stuffer. You know, just there to take on double teams. He's lost um, a lot of weight. He's very thin, but very athletic and very sure, huge. Sure, just a good space stuffer. Going to stand right maybe at nose tackle kind of thing. And uh, just good run stuffer. They say the fridge. I'd say he's like a double-sized fridge. <laughs> Interesting fact, though. Uh, Big Show is actually found out by Hulk Hogan uh, at a basketball game. At a charity basketball game. Huh. Wow. Well, I mean, he's huge, so... I would definitely, he definitely stands out in the crowd. So, Petey, you have the next pick. You've got the third overall, your first of the first round. I'm interested to hear, as a professional wrestler, how you kind of interpret this for down territory. I mean, you don't want to make any wasted movements, just like in a wrestling ring. And I won't waste any time. It's my first pick. I'm surprised he dropped here. He has actually been in the NFL. Brock Lesnar, are you kidding me? Brock Lesnar? Oh, no. Nate Burleson actually tells a story. Number 69. Number 69, too. He's got a sense Uh. of humor. (laughs) Nate Burleson tells a story about how Brock Lesnar took out a guy because he took out Dante Culpepper, his quarterback. He's a great teammate. He's very physical. He's not as tall as you actually think he is. I've seen him in person, but, man, he could German suplex anyone he wanted to. I'd put him at defensive line because there's no one stopping the beast incarnate, Brock Lesnar. Wow. I've also seen him in person, too. I was coaching track, and I was at his daughter's. Uh, his eighth grade daughter's track meet where my team was competing, and he was there in a crowd, and he didn't look much taller than anyone else, but he was like four times as wide. He's wide. He's wide. And he had those sunglasses on, and he had his arms crossed, and it was just like his arms were like the size of my torso. He's just like a monster. He's a monster of a person. But a very kind dude. He, he's very, very genuine, very nice. Yeah, he's huge too. So that's a great pick. I can't believe he dropped to number three, honestly. Me either. He was on my so, big board. Okay. Very good. Uh, so obviously, Rob with an H, myself, I have the last pick of the first round and the first pick of the second round. Um, so with the last pick of the first round, I'm going to take kind of a different approach, and I'm going to take someone to replace Roger Goodell. 
Someone to tell Roger yes. Goodell. Is there any chance? Oh, yes. There's no chance in hell that Roger Goodell is going to stick around when it comes to my four-down territory. Um, and just to, just to give you an idea of some of the, some of the different attitude that we're going to have, uh, this is what, kind of what you're going to hear with my NFL. I'm going to inject the WWF with a lethal dose <laughs> of poison. This is the kind of guy that we're going to have <laughs> at the helm. I'm going to replace Roger Goodell with Vincent Kennedy McMahon. <laughs> he is going to be the commissioner. And, I mean, I guess, I mean, it's a public company, I guess. So Didn't, it, he's, the, he's the commissioner, I guess. Didn't we try this once already, Rob? And how did that end up? Hey, the XFL could have been pretty awesome if, you know. <laughs> I would take the XFL. They had, back, they had backstage promos and cutscenes. Ridiculous! I... That's true, and the human coin toss. We talked about that in a previous <laughs> episode of Kings of the North. But I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Vince as my commissioner, just because I know that he's always got the fans' interests in heart. What a horrible pick! It's that time to shake things true. up, right? It's time to shake things up. Vince is gonna replace Goodell, or maybe there'd be some sort of match where they. Like the uh, duel to like the death, the paperwork kind of, thing? of the NFL, the like the battle of the NFL billionaires, like, like just like Trump versus. I'm, I'm thinking like a like a ladder match or something where the ownership of the NFL is at stake. I don't know, something like that. There's so many different. Possibilities. I actually, Book would, it. I would be into that. I would tune in for that. Yes, he would for sure. Okay. okay, so I've got Vince taking my ownership. Um, with the first pick of the second round, this is a difficult one for me uh, because there's so many different ways you could go with it. Um, I'm going to take away a pick that I know that downtown Petey Brown is interested in. Oh, I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take Zach Ryder. Woo woo woo! You know it. Zach Ryder. He's going to be the new tight end of the New England Patriots. He is hops. He is going to replace Rob Gronkowski <laughs> I like because I feel like I feel like Zach Ryder is. <laughs> Wrestlers are always larger than life. They're always, I mean, they're always going to be a little bit more bombastic than real athletes. And so he is good. He is the souped up version of Rob Gronkowski, is Zach Ryder. The, the, the Long Island IZ, right? I feel you. He is in a feud with Rob Gronkowski's best friend, Mojo Raleigh. Oh, is he? So, oh, I did not know that. The hype bros are broken up. Oh, are they? They are no more. That must have hurt you quite a bit. I mean, when you see a family fight, it's the worst. Uh, Unless it's not like Maury or Jerry Springer, <laughs> then it's entertaining. That hurts. But not this one. Not this okay, one. Okay, so I, I'm going to, I feel like I got to snipe, I got to snipe uh, the Long Island Ice Z from you because I know that. I own like I three Zack Ryder t-shirts. That one hurt. That's right. Okay. So with that, we're going to go over to uh, downtown Petey Brown. You've got the second pick of the second round. Before before I go, just just listen to this. <laughs> Does that put fear in your heart? Yes. Because it should. That's the theme. That's the theme song of the Monster Among Men, Braun Strowman. He's dominated the likes. He's dominated the likes of Big Show. He's dominated Kane. He's, At times, he's dominated Brock Lesnar. You're first he has. Pick. He has, but 
I'll throw him with Brock Lesnar kind of on my defensive line. No one he can is. score oh on downtown God. PD Brown's team <laughs> with Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar wow. at that D line. Wow. On D line? Man. Wait, this is one of the scariest guys that the WWE has seen oh. in a long time. Former Wyatt family what member, now just lone. I would say wolf, but more like super bear, man bear pig. So the man bear pig. Hey, the um the the professor and I are are looking up pictures of this dude, and he's like he might be the scariest person I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, he's wearing this sweet like like gladiator helmet in this picture, it and it's like, just no, no. like this is when he was with the Wyatt family. Yep, and he, he had was a, wearing he, like a he was the black sheep. Like, he had a black yeah, sheep mask. Man. Yep, like this guy could. Kill, this guy could kill like any of us with like his one hand kind of thing. Fun fact: he also kills on Tinder. He has a great Tinder profile. <laughs> kills yeah. on Tinder. Well, well rounded. Do you mean he See, murders his dates on you Tinder? Can that's what I that. think. I did not say that. Well, okay. With that, we're gonna go to the beefcake. Wow. Your second. Also pick. Okay, so uh, on my team. In, in this, again, I'm obviously looking more on the, the football side of things. But I want a guy who can, you know, I want, I want my bell cow back. I want, I want a good running back that's going to, you know, just tote it 30 times a game. Someone to carry, carry the rock, if you will. And that's why I'm taking. That's right. You know it. I am taking his awesomeness, the rock. I'm giving it to Great him. Pick. Great pick. 30, 35 times a game. He's just going to oh. pound it. Um, you know, he's going to pop it five, six yards the carry. The U. And he was a defensive end for the U. He's my guy. You know, he played with Warren Sapp on the oh, same there line. There you go. There you go. He's he's top pick. And uh, I can't believe he fell to the second round for me, to be he's quite honest. He's now. Um, yeah, now he's like lean. Big, he's big, he's big, huge. Big like, can you imagine that guy running with a football? Like, you don't want to tackle him. Like, screw that. We so. live in a world where that guy can actually run and win a presidency. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, rock for president. Uh, I'm, I'm down. God willing. God willing. Hey, we've done worse. We need a leader. Yeah, we sure have. We need a ripped leader. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, make, make America swole again. <laughs> oh yeah! Wow, it writes itself. <laughs> I mean, there's enough politics in wrestling, so he knows all about it. That's right. He's all great, right. great with the mic, <laughs> Professor. Um, with that, you are going. You have the next two picks. Boy, this yeah. is going to be incredible! Wow, here I'm we go. Good. All right, it all. There's two great things about football, and it's big Just dudes two? hitting people, and it's drinking. Yeah, and why not yeah. take the biggest dude who is the best? It's a 50-50 coin flip. Luckily, this dude's all-time great at both. A big dude who can hit people and a guy who can drink a lot. I'm taking Andre the Giant. Oh, wow. there he is. Yes. You've got like the all-drinking team with him and Stone Cold. Yeah, well, <laughs> are you sent- this is not by accident, Death Hand Peter Brown. Andre, the legend of his drinking is... Yeah. He's fitting himself to the, the pick. He's he probably the world's greatest drunk. He would drink. He was like, never drunk though. He was just. It took so much. He could drink like seventy beers and like drink like handles of like whiskey, like multiple handles in a night and shit. He was just like evil, Clint uh, evil. 
Attack like asking stunts of drinking. I mean, yeah. what position are you taking him in? Uh, I mean, your... I'm just I'm put, drunk. I'm putting him just on a line somewhere. I don't I don't care where. Play both ways. And he's just yeah sure. He sure. Doesn't, he doesn't run much. He doesn't fall Special forward teams. and like and like destroy three dudes. Special uh, teams. Special drinking teams. Side note. Have, <laughs> We we all know that a key part of football is also having a good locker room guy, and who's uh, a better locker room guy than you the want your locker room to be drunk? The, 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 <laughs> yeah, no, but he also has charm, charm and wit and charisma, as demonstrated in the greatest movie of all time, no. The Princess Bride, where he has a major starring role. So he's just a, he's a triple threat. He can act, he can drink, and he can hit dudes. What more do you want? I mean, obviously taking Andre. Andre yeah. is prime too. I mean, he's a big athletic guy, so I'm definitely into that. Just yeah. that you're willing to place him wherever. This is sort of interesting. On a line. You haven't really. I mean, it seems like you value his drinking more than his size. Well, if the, just win, baby. If the giant shoe fits, wear it. Good point. Okay. With that, what's your next pick? You've got the first pick of round three. All right. So I, I have a tight end, and I have a guy to do some blocking. So now I need a quarterback. Oh, no, right. don't do it. Don't know. No, 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 no. And, and here's the thing. When you're looking for a quarterback, you're looking for a guy with a hot arm, someone who can really throw some fire around. Wow. And no one throws a little fire around better than Kane. <laughs> <laughs> the big red yeah, machine. The big red machine. He's tall. He's over the line. And he's got some fire. He throws he's, fire. He's noted for throwing fireballs, even at his own brother. Uh, so you put that dude under center. Let him who throw. Who is his brother, by the way? Um, the Undertaker. Who I imagine we might hear from later. Bong. <laughs> anyway, uh, he'd be the perfect quarterback. He can take a hit. He can deliver a hit. He, kind of like Dante Culpepper. He can. He can he's basically oh, Dante. Oh he's basically Dante. And, 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 Dante. and so and continues the the professor picking Vikings players or people like Vikings players. I mean, I can only. I'm just really mad that Brock Lesnar got picked before I could take him. Well, you obviously had to expect that. Yeah, he was clearly the first overall. I pick. I thought he would fall. I my bad. That's my bad. Yes, I underestimated. Is. All okay. right, so those are my picks. You're so gonna have to live with that. Beefcake, make your shitty pick. Beefcake, go ahead. Um, mm, this is a tough one. Okay, obviously in the NFL you need a quarterback. It's just the way um, it is nowadays. I got mine. So and 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 you you got yours, and you know what? I'm gonna pick the better one that you left on the board, Ooh. much like the Vikings did in 2005. Damn. Um, twice. Uh, I'm gonna take the All American. I'm gonna take the guy. I'm gonna take the you know. That guy that is just uh, everyone can relate to, uh, everybody loves. I'm taking John Cena. I'm putting him under center. Oh no! Let's play it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, it, yeah. <laughs> here he is. This is the guy. It's it's the all American. It's it's everybody knows him. He's he's gorgeous. He's, Doctor Thugonomics. Uh, he's the best, and I don't care if he can't throw a ball. He's uh he's my quarterback. I'm going with him, sticking by him. It's like Ron Wolf picking Brett, taking Brett Favre in a trade. You know, I'm gonna stake my claim. I'm gonna stake my career on this guy. John, John Cena is my guy. John Cena seems very um, like a Tim Tebow esque to me. Yeah, I believe Tim Tebow won. Uh, All seven, he does is win. That's what all he does says. is win. He won a playoff game, man. Just win, baby. He won his way to an uh, analyst role at a young age. Wow. Well, I mean, we could. John Cena is obviously a subject of controversy, um, and we could go back and forth on him for a while. But I think it's crazy that I thought he was going to be a first round pick, honestly. I agree. I, I can't believe he fell to the third round. Well, with that, we're going to go to 
downtown Petey Brown's first round, or excuse me, third round pick. Our All-American. Yeah, he is All-American. So it, what is your pick? It's tough, seeing as the reason I'm into wrestling. So, I mean, that definitely hurt. But let's talk about real Americans. We talking about real Americans here? Oh, no, we talking yes. about real yes. Americans? Yes. Really? I got one guy who's a real American. I got one guy who uh, I believe could really be a game changer for my team. Yes. The Hulkster. Hulk Great pick. Because there's no stopping Hulkamania. You can put him at quarterback. You can put him at running back. You can put him at fullback. Wide receiver. Doesn't matter. Because when it comes crashing down, no one, no one stops Hulk Hogan. Not even Gawker. No one stops Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Not even Gawker. So, Not even Gawker. He could be a great late-round pick. He's got to take a stand, and he will never, never be stopped. Hulk Hogan. That's a great pick. I mean, the, the Hulkster is obviously... The original persevered. John Cena, if you will. That's right. Okay. Good pick. OG Hulk Good Hogan. Good pick. Good pick. Okay. With that... Uh, Rob with an H, myself. I've got the last pick of round three and the first pick of round four. Here we go. Uh, so I've got two consecutive picks here. Hulk Hogan obviously was on my board, as was John Cena. Um, so I've got a difficult decision here. Right. Uh, with the last pick of round three, I'm going to take someone who has been with the WWE for a long, long time. And it's assumed that he's retired now, although oh. I think he's... He sort of left the door open, perhaps. I'm going to take The Undertaker, and he is going to be my quarterback. He is going to be my quarterback of the Giants because you know what? (laughs) He needs to bury Eli Manning. He needs to bury his career dead and buried. Buried alive. (laughs) Eli Manning's had a good time there in New York at the Meadowlands, but it's time for him to... It's time for him to be buried. And I think The Undertaker is the guy to uh, bring the shovel with. So he is going to be, it seems appropriate, he is going to be the man to bury Eli Manning alive. So he. Wouldn't be the first time, wouldn't be the last time he buried someone alive. That's right. That's right. Rob. Yes. I hate to interject. But before your final pick, I have some breaking news here really quick. Wow. Okay. You heard it here first. You heard it here first, people. Aaron Rodgers has been medically cleared to return for the Green Bay Packers for week 15. Oh, wow. He will be starting under center. They they confirmed that he will be starting. They just confirmed it. He will be starting under center against the Carolina Panthers this week. Wow. That, that that's that's an here update. we go, here we go. So Super Bowl. Now, Please right? continue. Wow, what a <laughs> okay. You heard it here first, people. That's unbelievable. Well, he came to play. He did come to play. <laughs> okay, with that, I've got my final pick, and with my final pick, I'm going to take another um, non-actual on the field pick. I'm going to take someone to replace. Uh, Bill Belichick oh. in New England Uh-oh. because you know he's an older guy. Sure. He he can't be forever. 
and I ain't someone who's going to continue his tradition of, you know, bending the rules <laughs> and, you know, always, you know, kind of Find, finding, finding the, the loophole. Someone who's the dirtiest player in the game. Someone to replace the dirtiest player in the game in the NFL. Oh, here we go. So I'm going to take the nature boy, Ric Flair. He is going to replace Bill Belichick as head coach of the he New England Patriots. Death. That's right. He cheated, he cheated death. death. He cheated death. He will cheat the NFL again. So Ric Flair is going to be my uh, my final pick uh, to be head coach. I think he would be unbelievable, and he would he would always be able to know when the refs' backs are turned, and you know, get in uh, get in something that will you know influence the inf- influence the outcome of the game. So I, I trust the Nature Boy to take care of that. With that, Petey. That's right. Downtown Petey Brown, your final pick. Ooh, this last pick really hurts me. Uh, he is a polarizing character just like myself. <laughs> but I got to pick him. You either hate him. The big dog. Or you love him. But he runs the yard now. <laughs> I'm talking about none other than the head of the shield, Roman Reigns. Oh, his finishing man. move is a spear. I and hate that finishing move, by the way. I'm sorry. I feel like Edge did it best. Maybe oh. Goldberg. He probably say Goldberg. Goldberg obviously did best. I or Gilbert. Or Gilbert. But I mean, Roman Reigns actually did play in the NFL. He actually played as uh, a fullback for a little bit for the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, baby. But I mean, if he's gonna get a push in WWE, he'll probably get a push in the NFL. So they'll let a lot of penalty slides. So I want him, my middle linebacker, laying those debilitating CTE hits. Yeah. Wow. You <laughs> want CTE hits. Okay, that's, the spear will deliver those CTE hits. All right, with that, let's go to the beefcake. All right. I've got my quarterback. I got my running back. I got my defensive line. What else do I need? I want, I want someone roaming the defensive backfield. Ooh. I want somebody who's sneaky. Somebody oh, who's mm. going to jump in at the last second and pick the ball off. Oh. I like that. So somebody who's awesome. That's oh. right. I'm taking his one and only, the Miz. No. Yes. Safety. God, great pick. That's right. God, Free safety. That was my pick. The Miz. I'm taking him. He's gonna come in, sneak, grab that, grab that ball out of the air. Uh, He's a former Money in the Bank winner, as well as he cashed it in to become his first ever. At the perfect time, right when his opponent was wounded, he's he's, he's a master of just jumping in at just the right time. He's got the skull-crushing finale. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. He's the A-lister for a reason. It's a beautiful thing, and I is a steal getting him in my defensive back. Yeah, he I is. Was, I was going to take him too, but I had him in a different position. Mm. I had him as like the, the hold back guy. Where like the guy who like everyone else is pretend to run on the field and he can like hold them back and be like no 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 don't go out there oh sure but then like later in the game he like taunts dudes and like or you can put him in late in the game to like, like deliver some dirty hits sure like hey he, he's, you can deliver dirty hits as a safety yeah that's he, so I think safety is a nice spot for him but he's my hold back guy but I'm on the same side that the Miz yeah he's a key locker room he's guy you gotta oh, have some huge locker room he's guy. awesome all right with that final pick Mister Irrelevant who are you taking Professor Pigskin this I was my head my heart set on the Miz. And I thought I had a chance at him. I'm really nope. in still. I'm really in. Who's, who's pick 30 in the Royal Rumble? Who's, your, who's the last man out? All right, so, yeah, last man out of the Royal Rumble. Hi. I got to go a little. <laughs> I got a little. 
Oh my goodness. Oh, I'm okay. If only. <laughs> if only. Uh, take okay. all my money. Here's the thing about football. You got the quarterback, and you got the, the tight end. You got some dude who can hit. What, what's the last thing you need? You need a badass announcer. Ooh. And so, oh, okay. PA's voice isn't is going to last forever, unfortunately. Uh, as great as he is, you know, there, there is an end in sight. Yes! Even he agrees. Uh, and so let's get Jerry Lawler in the booth. Let's bring Ooh, him over. Ooh, the king. Let's bring him king. over. He had a brief stint on the XFL where he was amazing. Um, he's obviously like incredibly, incredibly fucking good at wrestling. So like, why not get Jerry Lawler in the booth instead of like goddamn stupid ass Troy Buck face? Let's get uh, let's get Jerry Lawler in here and make the NFL a better product. Don't know how PC he would be, but I mean, uh, he'd hey, be interesting. I mean, you know, he's. In these uh, troubled times, you know, I think a little, a little give take. One guy kind of spit a little fire. It might give the league like the little tough edge it needs. Yeah, hold. They they gave. Uh, who, who's the guy who does? Uh, do you believe in miracles? Al Michaels. Al Michaels. They gave him uh, a hard time for making a Harvey Weinstein joke, which we all made at the same time uh, huh. a couple yeah. games back. So you might have to definitely tone down Jerry the King. Yeah, you have to. He did what? <laughs> well, yes, it all started did. in a hotel room shower. Ah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. With that, yeah, there we go. We are going to uh, conclude our four down territory. Wow, what a cornucopia of wrestlers! Stacked, teams. stacked, unbelievable stack. I over feel the like board. my all my team board. of four could definitely take down anyone else's team. I of feel four, though, extremely good in a uh, in a war games or Survivor Series. Esque battle. I feel like Andre alone could take your guys' teams. That's a good. That's a good, good point. I <laughs> forgot about Andre. I have, as uh, Paul Heyman would say, Brock Lesnar. So I think a trump card. Okay, good call. Well, we're never gonna find out. So it, it's all speculation Ooh. from here. So um, let us know what you think. Obviously, um, but with that, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back. We're going to take a look at the playoff picture because it is getting very hot and very heated. So definitely come back with us on it's Kings of the North. It's also just like our vision right now. Very hazy. Come back with us. <laughs> We're back on Kings of the North. Thank you so much, so much for joining us and sticking with us. Yeah. I'm here with uh, Professor Pigskin. Mm-hmm. Also, you're at the Beefcake. He's back. I'm Rob with an H, and this week's esteemed guest is a professional wrestler, downtown Petey Brown. How you doing? He's doing great, Good. by the way. He's enjoying himself, as he typically does. Uh, and now we're going to look at the playoff picture, because... I think it definitely is so interesting this year in the NFC, the playoff picture, especially the wild card, that I think it it deserves some uh, looking at right now. It's it's heating up. It's definitely heating up. I feel the heat. And with that, I think I'm just going to hand it off to you, Beefcake, because you have been very much abreast on this entire uh, situation. Really go into it in depth. Well, here we are. Here we are. Um... With three games to go, it's uh, it, it's a tight race at this point. Um, for the most part in the NFC, obviously the uh, 
the Eagles uh, seem to be running away with their division. The Rams seem to be doing the same for the most part in the West. Um, you've got the NFC South, which is kind of, it's, it's, it's absolutely crazy. You've got uh, the Saints currently leading, but you've got the Panthers who are tied with them, and then the Falcons only one game behind with a win over the Saints already. It's always a jumbled division. It always it's seems so like they, weird, they shuffle right? every single yeah, year. Yeah, it's so weird. So, so currently we've got the Panthers and the Falcons um, and the Seahawks kind of battling for that wild, the wild card spots with the Saints. Uh, it's crazy to see not, not the Seahawks always at the. the They're always division. there. They're always, yeah. but but the Seahawks are are pesky. They're always there. So, but here we're going to focus on the Green Bay Packers because uh, they have course. a very huh? interesting Ooh. path to the playoffs here. Um, I've got a little bit of a... Uh, we take the road less traveled. Well, we certainly have with Brett Hundley. Let me tell you that. Um, so here are some ways the that the Packers can get into the playoffs at this point. Let's hear them. Um, first of all, Packers have to win it. We've got three games left, Carolina, Minnesota, and Detroit. Ha! <laughs> oh, and three. Anyway, three and zero. Oh, thank you very much. The Packers need to win all three of those games to have a chance of making the playoffs. That's fair. That's just the way it is. Right. In addition, yeah. they are going to need a little bit of help here. Um, we're looking at the Seahawks losing one of the remaining three games, which I think is a fair bet because they have Los Angeles, Dallas, and Arizona. Arizona, a bit of a pesky team there. Three tough teams, I think. Uh, Seahawks lose one of those. Three it's games. a divisional game too. They always play pretty hard in that division. Always. So I see the Seahawks losing one of those, and then if the Green Bay Packers win against Carolina, which they would have to do to win out anyway, they sneak in as the sixth seed. And Rogers is back. He's back, baby. Cam versus Rogers be a great matchup for any. That NFL will be fan. a lot of fun. The other way I see the Packers making the playoffs. How so? Winning out. How so? And. One team called the Minnesota Vikings Ish. have three games left. If they lose all three of those games, the Packers win the division and uh, host a playoff game. What do you I mean, think, they're dude? on a slide. I, clearly, after that game in, in uh, Carolina, I don't know what the professor thinks about that. But uh, What's the rest of their schedule, professor? Oh, the Vikings have an incredibly easy schedule coming up. Uh, they get an easy win at home against the Bengals next year. Pesky team. Pesky team. Just a, a deplorable team. So right there, <laughs> we're going to destroy that shitty team and ruin your dreams. So there Pesky. you go. You know, they, 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 they stick around, and then they might they might get you in the fourth quarter. Then we, we go from that easy matchup to an easier matchup in Lambeau, where this team is great and wins games against the Packers. Aaron Rodgers. When um, there's snow, they crumble. Aaron Rodgers. First off, if Aaron Rodgers is back by that game. When, I'm sorry, he's been medically cleared to play. He will play this weekend. Uh, he'll be medically cleared to walk maybe six months after the game because the Vikings will send him to the grave where he belongs. Again. I think it's called again, targeting, which is again, illegal. Again, the professor here promoting cheating, promoting targeting players, promoting sending players to the locker room, you know what? which has been a league-wide problem this year. As we are playing without most of our stars in the league, and the professor excuse me. right here is excuse promoting me. injuring more players, making the game less attractive, bringing down the ratings of the NFL, and ultimately dooming our sport. As a victim of Bounty Gate, I find it offensive <laughs> for you to lecture me about targeting players. How dare you, sir? Yes, you how, about yeah, how dare you? I'm sorry. So You I, have taken out I'm, the best player in the league for a good eight weeks and have 
The ratings have plummeted he, since then. That did not become a gate, though. Yeah, here's the thing. I don't care if it's a it gate or not. Rogers gate. Maybe, maybe if Rogers loves his mom, she'd tell him to drink more milk so he wouldn't break his bones every time someone breathes on him. It's his fault for not loving his family. So you're saying that loving your family has um, a direct correlation to playing in NFL games? Yes. And Rogers. I rest my case. Yeah. Rogers doesn't love his family, so anyway, he shouldn't play. He doesn't. Deserve I think to. the it's obvious family values The obvious point that I'm trying to make is that the Packers will win out here. They will get to ten and six, and even if the Vikings do win one game over these next three three games, easily. I guess the Bears the did Packers, last week too. By the way, the Packers will sneak into the playoffs one way or another. No way. Oh yeah. And they will <laughs> win in Minnesota. Super Bowl 42. I just. Miz, I couldn't agree with you anymore. I'm just I'm trying to look. They came to play. I'm already sending messages to uh, people who want to be in the podcast during the playoffs because you won't be because your, your team's not here. So, like, you should just, like, stay home and cry. I'll be here, baby. Oh, 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 oh you wish. You wish. Uh, now, for the Vikings, the picture is very clear. Uh, you win and you're in, and they got three easy wins coming up here, so no problem. Uh, What's Professor, re- can I can I cut in really quick? Sure. What, remember what happened in the playoffs a little bit ago? Nope. You don't? Uh, well, let me remind you here real quick. Oh, uh, yes. yes. Walsh from 27 yards left hash. Snap good, spot down. Walsh's kick is up, and uh, it is no good. He missed it. Are you kidding me? If there's one thing the we can agree on is that even if the Vikings somehow make it into the playoffs, there will be – Kai Forbath will follow in Blair Walsh's shoes. I'm telling you, man, Blair Walsh, you can trade for him right now. Seattle is looking to get rid of him. I say you go for him because he's better than Kai Forbath. That's for sure. All I'm saying is we're due. We are due. This is our year. History's due because, I mean, that happened before. I mean, I, I have to give it to Blair Walsh. Blair Walsh brought my family together. My, <laughs> my father and I were sitting on the couch together watching uh, this. He's a great guy. He's a great yeah, guy. Yeah. And I... For sure, thought they were gonna make it. We we looked at each other. We were like, "Well, let's see what happens." And we, we hugged. We hugged Professor. So you know, thank you for that. Uh, memory. I, you know what? That's the, the power of the Vikings, right there. They're just they can bring families yes. together. That's right. That's a beautiful thing. While tearing other families apart, it's great. Simultaneously, yeah. Well, that's what's so beautiful about it. The the uh, the power to bring together and pull apart. I love this game. Simultaneously. Well, with that, That's why we play the game. It's going to be a very interesting end of the season, especially in the NFC. I think we're all looking forward to seeing how it shakes out. And then the playoff picture is going to be, no matter what happens, it's going to be a very interesting so playoff. Gotta, Every week it will become more clear at with, this point. With perhaps no clear no clear uh, leader in the pack to go to the Super Bowl. Especially, so, especially if I may, just really quick, too, we'll with, the, with the Philadelphia Eagles, who have been leading the NFC, now losing their starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest; it, anything can happen. Now. The road to Super Bowl goes through Minnesota. Anything can happen, and uh, everything Minnesota. anything will happen. Anything is. <laughs> if history has told us one thing, the best quarterbacks usually win, and the best quarterback in the NFC is Aaron Rodgers. Is Bruce Keno? Uh, well, anyway, Aaron Rodgers is the Hulk Hogan of the NFL right now. So, <laughs> that's right. He wishes. He is the 
the, he wishes. He's the Hulkster. Oh, God, he wishes. Yeah, well, he, he's that good. Hi, I'm Brent Come on. No. Come on. <laughs> he used to be. Okay. I'm comfortable. <laughs> I'm comfortable in Wrangler. Ridiculous. Okay, with that, we're going to... With that, I think we're going to wrap things up for the week. Um, <sighs> thank you guys for having me on. Thank Boy, you so much, Downtown Petey Brown. DTPB. Uh, really quick. We, we love you, Petey. We've enjoyed having your insights and your uh, and your wrestling persona on. Really quick, just give a quick plug. Who are Thank you? you? What are you doing next? Tell us what you're all about um, and uh, plug away. Absolutely. You can find me on Facebook at Downtown Petey, P-E-T-E-Y, Brown. Uh, that's where I post all my dates, promo videos, match videos, pictures, anything you need. I have a Twitter as well. It's at downtown, the letters P-T Brown. That's the same handle for my Instagram as well. Feel free to reach out to me. I'll post all my dates. Um, I'm all around the Midwest, so look forward to seeing you at a PD party soon. All right, we'll link him in the, our show notes too. His yeah, matches are incredible. His matches are so fun. you got to see him. He's in the cities all the time. Seeing his and you might all even... three of us have seen him. Multiple times, and it's incredible. And you might hey, even get a glow stick dance? out of it. That's right. Do you want to dance? If you uh, it, do, you want to dance? Want to dance? If you do, maybe you'll get a glow stick. Okay. With that, um, I'll, we're also going to sign off for uh, Professor Pigskin. Oh baby, it's Super Bowl's one week closer. It feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> and the beefcake. Twelve is back. Anything is possible. Let's go. And really quick, next week. We're gonna have a very special episode. Oh yes, we're Ooh. gonna have um, we're gonna have our normal episode where we talk about football, but we're also gonna have something special coming an, an up. Extra soda. You word. better an extra soda. You better be ready. That I think you're definitely gonna want to look out for. Uh, we wanted to keep it kind of a uh, kind of secret, so we'll leave it at that. But moving forward, definitely keep keep sticking with us on Kings of the North because we got a lot of good stuff coming up. With that, we thank you. I'm Rob for an H. Thank you for joining us on Kings of the North. Something, baby Something deep inside me Screaming I got to